Welcome to the I Am Persuaded podcast with Travis Shelton. Our desire is to provide weekly encouragement and biblical truths so that you too can be persuaded that He is able. Thanks for joining us on this episode. Now, let's hear what Pastor Travis has to say. Welcome back to the I Am Persuaded podcast. I hope you've had a great Thanksgiving week. And so thank you for tuning in. If you're tuning in the week of Thanksgiving, it's Black Friday. And so hopefully you're shopping the deals. Maybe you're online getting some deals. Maybe you're on the way right now to the store. Or maybe you are uh, just got back home and you're listening to it now. Or maybe this is weeks later and you're listening to this. However it is, I hope you're having a great day. Hope your week has been fantastic, and I hope the Lord's just been blessing you richly in your life. And so thank you for tuning into the podcast. Thank you for tuning in each week to those of you that are faithful. It encourages me just to hear how you enjoy the podcast and how some of you it strengthens your relationship with the Lord. So I do greatly appreciate you and your faithfulness to the podcast. Hey, I hope you've had an amazing Thanksgiving, whether you're listening to this the week of Thanksgiving or weeks weeks out. That's fine. It's still the same. I hope your Thanksgiving week has been great. And I hope on Thanksgiving Day you ate a lot of food. And I hope you got to see family. And I hope you just got to have a great day. And remember all that you're thankful for. Because listen, if we was to talk today, we've got so much in our life that we can be thankful for. And so it's just a blessing to sit back and look at our family, talk with our family, eat food, and just fellowship with one another, fellowship with other believers even. And just reminisce on the year and how good God's been to us, even in uncertain times and even in not so good times. But God is still good and we have so much to still be thankful for. And on that line, that's kind of just what I'm going to talk about today. This is a quick uh, episode. It's just a little episode here the week of Thanksgiving just to put us in the thankful spirit so that this spirit hopefully transitions into the weeks and months and hopefully the years ahead in our life. And so what I want to start off with, I'm going to read two verses here in the next few minutes, and uh, I'm going to be very quick today, very brief, just maybe five to ten minutes, just speaking from my heart, just about how good we have it as Christians and the blessings that we have as Christians through Jesus. And so what I want to start off by saying is it's very easy for us to get into a rut of complaining. It's very easy for us to just say what's going wrong in our life. And if we're not careful, we get into this mindset that everything is just awful in our life and we have absolutely nothing to be thankful for as Christians, as humans, and as people that live here on earth. We have nothing that we can be thankful for. And as Christians, we know that's not true. But as I've been to different churches, as I've talked to different Christians, as I've just fellowshiped and had communication with other believers, I have really that we complain a whole lot. And so it's not uncommon for us to be in conversation with one another and for us to just start telling each other what's going wrong in our life. It's easy for us to say, yeah, the car broke down or the air conditioning went out or uh, this bill's come due and I don't have the money or I got this diagnosis at the doctor and I've just got all this going wrong wrong in my life and everything's just falling apart. I don't know what to do. And so it's so very easy for us to forget about what we have, what we should be thankful for, and it's easy for us to focus on the things that are bad and awful in our life. And listen, I understand that, and I'm not preaching to you. This podcast is not directed to you. It's directed to me because so often I get this spirit of complaining and bitterness, and I'm just upset at how the world's going and how things in my life are going and how much stuff's going wrong. And I get into the woe is me attitude, the woe is me spirit, and I just want to be upset. I want to complain. I want to kick the bucket. I just don't want to do anything, and I just get upset. And so that's all of us. 
But that's not the spirit and the attitude that Christ has called us to live in. And so I want to read two verses today that even on our worst of day, even when nothing in our life is going good, when everything around us seems to be falling apart, this is what we can still believe in. This is what we can say, okay, family might not be good. Finances might not be good. Electrical things, the house might not be good. Vehicle might not be good. Job might not be good. Um, health condition might not be good. But this right here, this is the best thing in my life. So I'm going to read two verses. First one is 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24. The verse says, Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sin should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes ye were healed. I want to point out a few words in that verse before we move on. It says, Who his own self. Think about that. Who his own self. Self. Who's the verse speaking of? It's speaking of Jesus. So we know the story. We're sinners from Genesis. We've talked about Genesis 3 on the podcast a couple episodes ago. And so we're sinners. We needed a substitute because of our sin. We deserved hell. We deserved separation from God forever in an eternity in a place called hell, a place that was not designed for us, but we can go there because of our sins. We deserved that. But God in his infinite love for us. He said, you know what? I don't want them to experience that. I want to make a way. I want to pave a way for them to have restored relationship with me. And that's what he says. Who his own self, Jesus himself, being God in the flesh, yet fully man, but yet fully God, his own self, bear our sins. That three-letter word, our, is what makes this verse so potent, what makes this verse so rich. So Jesus, his own self, on the cross, paid for my sin and paid for your sin on the cross. It's on the tree that we being dead to sin. Man, that's a phrase right there. And Ephesians chapter 2 clarifies that even more, that before we met Jesus, before we placed our faith in Jesus, we were dead, we were lifeless, we were breathless, we were nothing before Jesus. We had nothing before Jesus. We could not amount to anything. We were like a corpse laying in the casket completely dead. But then Jesus stepped into our equation. Jesus stepped into our problem. He offered us grace and mercy, and he offered us the free gift of eternal life because he on the cross took all of our sin and paid for it by his stripes, by his beating, by his death, and through his resurrection, we now can believe on Jesus. The second verse I want to read you is 2 Corinthians 5.21. says this, For he hath made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Familiar verse, and I've spoke on this verse this past week, just telling other people about it, talking to some parents for our youth group about this verse. And man, just a verse that the Lord, the Lord has just overwhelmed me with this past week and a thought that I just cannot get out of my head. So for he hath made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. The verse says, for he... That's speaking of God the Father. So God the Father hath made him, speaking of Jesus the Son. So God the Father hath made Jesus the Son to be sin for us. Now, let's think about the life of Jesus right quick. Jesus, while he was here on earth, he lived 33 years. Out of those 33 years, you'll never find an instance, you'll never find a moment, a second, a millisecond, where Jesus had a sliver of a wrong thought, where Jesus spoke the wrong word, where Jesus wrongly offended somebody and, and did something that he should not do. You'll never find that in the Gospels. You'll never find that in the Bible. You'll never find that out of any history book. Jesus never did one thing wrong. He was sinless, completely sinless. 
And so the verse says, For God the Father hath made him, Jesus the Son, to be sin for us. And so literally, Jesus, fully God, but yet fully man, when he came to earth and as he hung on that cross, all of the wrath that should be poured on you and I for our sins was placed on Jesus. So the very thing that is killing us, because Romans says, for the wages of sin is death. So the very thing that's killing us killed Jesus on the cross. Because it says, for he hath made him to be sin for us. So Jesus, who knew no sin, became sin. The very thing that God cannot stand. So that's why for a short time while Jesus was on the cross, God the Father had to literally turn his back on his own son. Because God the Father cannot look upon sin. God the Father cannot stand sin. God the Father, it, it just, it, 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 he hates sin. And so on the cross, Jesus, his very own son, had to become sin for us. And the verse says, who knew no sin. So he's perfectly sinless. But all of the sin of mankind, think about that. The worst thing you've ever done. The thing that you never want anybody to know about, that sin was placed on the back of Jesus on the cross 2,000 years ago so that you could be made the righteousness of God in him. Listen, we have no righteousness in and of ourselves. We have no path to righteousness in and of ourselves. We are dead in and of ourselves. And so we needed someone's perfect righteousness to be imputed on our behalf, and that was Jesus. And so these two verses perfectly sum up where my heart's been this week. Yeah, this year, 2020, it's been awful. There's been a lot of bad things that have happened nationally. There's been a lot of bad things that have happened maybe personally in your life. I mean, we have a virus that's just sweeping the globe that's just numbers are rising. And then on top of that, government uh, is in the mix with it. And then you've got just strife when you have to, you, you can't do this, you can do this, you shouldn't do this. And there's just so much going on. It's easy for us to just look at that and get overwhelmed. It's easy for us to look at everything that's going on and just get upset about it. But what we should do is we should look to Jesus. We should look to what we have to be thankful for. And what we have, that is Jesus. That's his blood. That's his righteousness. That's his sacrifice on the cross. That's what we have. So in a week where we're supposed to be thankful, I don't want it to just be this week. I want it to transition into the weeks and months ahead. We are to live, love, and constantly dwell about Jesus. And so when you could look today, Maybe on Friday, maybe on Monday, whatever day this is you're listening, you could look today and point out 15 things in your life that's wrong. You could look right now and point out a million things in your life that you have to be thankful for. Maybe there's a lot going wrong. But listen, even on that worst of day, if you're a believer in Jesus, you have Jesus and his sacrifice on the cross. Maybe you did get to meet with your family yesterday for Thanksgiving. Think about that. There are some that can't meet with family. There are some that don't have family. And so be thankful that you could eat and fellowship with your family. Maybe you just talk to them on the phone. Be thankful for that. But listen, above all, let's be thankful for Jesus. And let's urgently, in these last days, share the good news of the gospel that Jesus has paid for the sins of the world and that all that will come by faith can accept the free gift of salvation and live with him for an eternity in heaven. Listen, you and I right now, we deserve to be in hell. If it were not for the mercy and grace of God, I would be burning in hell right now. And you would be beside me because we are sinners. So we needed that substitute. So instead of complaining, bickering, fussing, and moaning and groaning this week, let's be thankful for Jesus and his sacrifice 
on the cross so that we can have the free gift of eternal life. Again, I hope you've had a fantastic Thanksgiving week. And as always, have a great Friday and God bless. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of the I Am Persuaded podcast, please consider subscribing and share with your friends. We pray this is a blessing in your life. God bless.